You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Has Tyler Toffoli spoken yet? And, uh, you know, what's the reaction to the newest Calgary Flames? Yeah, Roddy, he just uh, wrapped up his availability with uh, Calgary Media here. So there's a real buzz. There's a buzz in that locker room right now. They're getting a really good piece that is seemingly a a natural fit, Rod. Most people in the city are uh, pretty darn excited to get a player of that caliber. So pretty positive right now. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It sure is. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Canada. Good afternoon to those in the Eastern Time Zone and Canadian sports fans in the United States. Welcome to the RP Show. If I may, right out of the gate, I want to tell you that this episode number 698 of your favorite daytime sports talk show may be the best that we've ever had. I'm not joking. We're broadcasting live from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino in beautiful Calgary, Alberta. Pretty soon I'll get used to that blasting in my ear. The entrance to the foothills, the gateway to the foothills right here. Um, Great Eagle. Coming up on the program today, Deron Carter, our longtime friend, the newest member of the Edmonton Elks, will be joining us from South Florida on video chat, but joining us live here at the event center at the Great Eagle, the general manager of the Calgary Stampeders, John Huffnagel. Moose is keeping his seat warm right now and his headphones warm as he... Uh, we get ready to welcome Huff to the, sh- to the show, Watershed Day. That's going to be really cool, really cool um, to have Huff down here. And, and I, I'm, I'm interested to see where that interview goes, what kind of conversation you guys have. Um, Me too. But, but bridges are being ba- built here. And uh, I don't know what you want to say, but uh, the ice is melting, and it's wonderful. Well, th- there are those still with the Calgary football team that, are hesitant to come down to the Gray Eagle and go on the RP Show Live, but I feel like John Huffnagel joining us live today will be like the godfather coming in. If I have to kiss his ring, I'll kiss his ring, whatever it takes. I just think Huff coming here will make it good for everybody to come on here. Right. From Calgary football. So I'm very much looking forward to that. And also, right out of the gate, before I get to the serious stuff, uh, our 700th episode will be Friday. If you go and look at our Instagram live from the show, the Rod Peterson show, uh, there's more details on there, but we're going to have a live studio audience. You guys got a sound effect for that? Live studio audience on Friday. Left maybe, seat. maybe not. Right there on. you go. I Thank like you, uh, Rick Regan. We're good. Space is limited. Doors open at 930. Corey, the house operations manager here, we finally got her title. She'll be welcoming uh, viewers, I guess, right at the front doors where it says Event Center. Seating limited. Moose is buying donuts. And if that's not good enough for you, bring your own snacks. That's Friday here at Gray Eagle. And I think that's about all I had other than before we hit the quick six show horn, something dawned on me that I was telling Darren before the show this morning. I was excited to go to the Flames game last night and then coming home and then waking up this morning 
I was just floating on air for this reason. And when I said that we need to get Canadians going to sporting events, you don't have to do what I ask or implore or suggest that you do. But my God, was I excited to be there. Not just because the fans were having a great time and the concessions were open and the beer lines were flowing and people were getting shittered at the Saddle Dome. They were. It was, it was, we were getting back to normal. And, but it's our friends. I was so excited to see our friends. And my friends, I introduced to you, your friends, you introduced to me. And it, it, was, that, it was that social feeling that we're getting back to. I just, yeah. I'm still riding that wave. I know. I know when, when you're in the building and, and you walk in and you see people, you know, you know, we, we both posted, you know, the photo with Rich Sutter, but to see him and he lit up when he saw us and we lit up when we saw him and it was two friends coming together. who hadn't seen each other in a long time. And it's like, okay, come with me. We're hanging out. And then you see somebody else and somebody else. And we saw Ryan Leslie and, you know, and, and it's funny because it's, Kind of, it's not really a new building for us, but it kind of is. I mean, we haven't been in this town a long time, yeah. especially lately. So we're trying to be respectful and trying to be polite. And they're just like, no, 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 come in. Stop. Why are you run, walking away for? Come visit. Let's visit. Yeah. You know? So it was great. The social aspect of going to sporting events, we're getting back there. And this isn't a Calgary-specific thing. Wherever you are watching across North America, particularly Canada, I tell you what, I, I have a sneaking suspicion that if you go to these games and see your friends, you're going to feel just as good as I did coming home last night and getting up today. It was, it was a lot of fun. So anyways, let's hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan, and let's get down to business. Thank you. There will be no Olympic gold medal or medal, period, for the Canadian men's hockey team for the first time in 16 years. The Canadian team was shut out 2-0 by Sweden in a quarterfinal in Beijing today. Sweden scored midway through the third period and added an empty netter with minutes to go. Tonight, Canada's women's team will play the USA for gold, and I'll probably watch that game, but let's just talk for a minute about the Canada loss to Sweden this morning. I very rarely agree with Glenn Healy on much of anything, but I do have to say I agreed with his analysis afterwards because the panelists were harping on Canada, not really scoring on themselves, but the winning goal was off a tip, off the defenseman's stick. McBain's fooled the goalie, he was at Fraser Tompkins, and everybody was going, oh, what an unfortunate incident. Canada scored on themselves. And maybe because Healy's a goalie, he and I look at it the same way. You didn't score any goals at the other end. So let's talk about that. I mean, Healy's like, let's not, let, right now, let's not talk about the fact that the winning goal went in off the defenseman's stick, okay? And I'm like, yes, thank you, Glenn, for injecting some sanity. Canada wasn't that great. In the game or in the tournament, Craig Button sat in that chair right there and says, Canada's not even going to play for a medal. This isn't our top players. And he was right. I know. So I'm not even that upset. Man, Sweden was good. And the thing I noticed that was different than any other international tournament I've really watched is how, you know, tenacious and tough the Swedes were. They checked really tight. There was no room for Canada in the entire game. I noticed it on power plays that they were pressuring Canada so much in the power play yep. that Canada couldn't move the puck around and get set up. They had to work it around in their own zone just to leave their own zone and get into the offensive zone on the power play. I thought Sweden was really good, you know, on the check, and uh, Canada was, had no room. And, and, and that's usually what happens when you're a little bit underskilled, right? When you don't have as much high-end skill uh, that the other team has to respect, they can play a little bit tighter, and that's what happened, and we couldn't score. 
Indeed. So Canada coming home from the Olympics without a medal. And wouldn't that be something if Sweden won the gold? In the years ahead, history will show that whether were there NHLers there or not, you really won't re- you'll remember who won the medal. Yeah. And we didn't. And it was this decision not to go. The players decided not to go. NHLers, we move on. USA's out too. So I just feel like there's no reason to watch Olympic men's hockey anymore. Um, Tate, hit like if you can. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, share the show. Tell all your friends. Start spreading the news. The RP show is on the air from Calgary this morning with episode number 698. Uh, Canada's... Oh, there's other sports going on. At the oh, there is? Yeah. Okay. Canada's, unfortunately, at the same time as hockey. How do you expect me to watch both? Canada's Jennifer Jones remains in the hunt for a playoff berth in women's curling. She beat the USA's Tabitha Peterson 7-6, but then dropped an 11-9 decision in extra ends to China's Yuhan. Jennifer carries a 4-4 record into the round-robin finale against Denmark. Why do we feel like we know these Canadian curlers? I've never met Jennifer Jones. I just referred to her as Jennifer. I know. I feel like I know her. Jen was pretty good this morning. JJ wasn't bad. Uh, Canada's Brad Gushu has already locked up a semifinal berth on the men's side. And how about this? Quick. Who has the most medals for Canada at the Winter Olympics ever? Which person? You, you know. I do. But you won't immediately get her name. Um, no, I won't. I'm sorry. And I, don't, I wouldn't get it either. Cindy Clausen. Right. And the reason I bring that up, Canadian speed skater Charles Amelin has finished his Olympic career with a gold. He joined teammate Stephen Dubois, Jordan Pierre, Gilles, Gilles, and Pascal Dion to win the men's 5,000-meter short track relay. It's Canada's third gold medal of the Winter Games and the fourth career gold for Amelin, who's now tied with speed skater Cindy Klassen as the country's most decorated Winter Olympian. How about that? Yeah. Four golds. How about that? And did anybody know the answer to that? Canada sitting fifth in the overall medal standings in Beijing. We got 18 medals, including three gold. Norway leads with 28. (laughs) How about that? Followed by the Russian Olympic Committee with 24 and Germany with 20. The USA, USA sits fourth. And I don't think they're going to make a late run here. I don't. Yeah, I don't either. Okay, moving on. I can come back more Olympics later. Uh, NHL from Tuesday night. Tyler Toffoli scored in his Calgary Flames debut, and the Flames won their seventh in a row, 6-2 over the Columbus Blue Jackets. Eric Goodbrunson, Elias Lindholm, Matthew Kachuk, Dylan Dubé, and Adam Ruzica also scored for the Flames, who moved one point ahead of Vegas for first place in the Pacific Division. Not to be outdone, Connor Yamamoto scored the tie-breaking goal with 4.46 to go, and the Oilers beat Los Angeles 5-2, to remain unbeaten under new coach Jay Woodcroft. Connor McDavid and Ryan Nugent Hopkins each had a goal for the Oilers, who are now 3-0 since Woodcroft replaced Dave Tippett last Thursday. Zach Hyman and Evander Kane added empty net goals, and Mike Smith made 30 saves. The Oilers moved one point ahead of the Kings for third in the Pacific Division. And that is our poll question today, folks, for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Are the Jay Woodcroft Oilers for real? Capital Automall with dealerships across the prairies. Last I looked on Twitter, 53% of respondents saying, no, they're not for real. And that included me. I said, no, they're not. 43% said yes. 
It's only three games. I ask you, watching right now, the Rod Squad, you tell me if you think the Jay Woodcroft orders are for real. If firing Dave Tippett is all it took, wave a wand. Bob's your uncle, and the orders are now Stanley Cup contenders. I say no. This is the traditional new coach bump, the new coach spike. We see it with everybody. Hey, how's the Vancouver Canucks doing lately under Gabby? Really? Right. Um, no, I don't think they're for real. Did you see the first goal on Mike Smith last night? And he looked like he was he looked like he was fishing. Like he was reaching into the lake to pull a fish out. Went right under his glove. And the Oilers are down one nothing. They overcame the play of Mike Smith to win that game last night. Nothing's gonna change if the Oilers don't get a goalie prior to the trade deadline. I don't think they're for real. Too early. I can't make a decision yet. You gotta vote today. It's too early. What are you voting? Yes or no? If I gotta vote today, I would say no. Right. But if they turn three into seven or eight games, you know, and they can, you know, win seven or eight out of ten, I think they might be for real. But three games is too early for me to tell. So I would say no. Okay. It must be painful for you to go into the, the voters' box <laughs> at an election. Um, I don't have to make a decision right now. Yeah, you do. You do. Time to vote. Yep. It must be horrible for you. I know. Is it really? No, it's not bad. Because you've made your mind up by the time you went to the party. I have to. I have to. I can't, you can't make me make that decision in the booth. I'll sit there for 30 minutes. Uh, continuing on with NHL one-timers, Sidney Crosby scored his 500th goal, and Pittsburgh teammate Chris Letang capped a late rally to send the Penguins past the Philadelphia Flyers 5-4 in overtime. One of my favorite NHL paintings ever is the one of all the 500 goal scorers. Have you seen that one? It's obviously what would I say, fictional or whatever. Like right. it's Gordon Howe, Maurice Richard, Wayne Gretzky, Marcel Dayon, Mike Gartner. It's a painting, all the guys. Yeah. Drew McGinley's got 500, I think. Right? They, I remember them adding him in. Now you got to add Sid, yeah. which I'm shocked he wasn't there already. I know. When you really think about it. Right. Um, if you haven't seen that painting, I got to show it to you. Yeah. Because very few paintings move me. Yeah. Especially in sports. That one up. Bobby Hull, all painted. They all look great in their prime. Can you imagine? All lined That's up cool. side by side. That's yeah, cool. so way to go, Sid. I just can't believe that it took that long. Yeah. I know. Are we, are we sure it's not a 600? Right. Or a 700? <laughs> Anyways, he was properly feted last night with scoring his 500th, and I just love the kid. Joe Pavelski scored twice. Jake Ottinger made 46 saves, and the Dallas Stars beat Colorado ending their 19-game point streak, winning 4-1. In New York, Ke'Andre Miller scored the deciding goal in the ninth round of a shootout, and the New York Rangers edged Boston 2-1 for their third straight win. In New Jersey, Victor Hedman, Nikita Kucherov, and Pierre-Edward Belmare scored in a 3-0-4 span of the third period as Tampa Bay rallied from an early 2-0 deficit to beat New Jersey 6-3. In Music City, Alex Ovechkin scored twice, including his 30th of the season to lead Washington over Nashville 4-1. In Ottawa, Vladimir Tarasenko had two goals and an assist to lead St. Louis over Ottawa 5-2. And in Buffalo, Victor Olofsson scored twice, including the go-ahead goal with 2.55 left in Buffalo's 6-3 victory over the New York Islanders. I feel like we're just opening the lid here on what we're going to talk about today. Again, Deron Carter and John Huffnagel coming up on the program today. Um, we're only two points into the quick six show topics here, so we're going to take a break and come back with more. Number one, I saw it said, uh, somebody in the media said, it's 
currently a lull time in the CFL. I don't know if you saw yesterday they sent out a list of critical dates, but this is where they could benefit from my fifth point. You see Rob Gronkowski saying yesterday, he doesn't expect Tom Brady will stay retired for long. Did you see that headline yeah. anywhere? This is where, in my 20 seasons working full-time in the CFL, I would uh, pull the pin on a grenade, thump, and throw it over the Manitoba border or over the Alberta border <laughs> and get it going. Uh, nobody's doing that. Right. Maybe Duran will today. Ooh. But this is where fake news, this is where the CFL could use some fake news. Okay? Get Chris Jones to say something controversial. And then I also have other Olympic stories. Camilla Valieva, the Russian uh, figure skater. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about her positive doping test and the fact she's being allowed to continue to compete. Uh, the Gronk thing, Tuesday in the dub. we got a lot to get to, so we will be right back. You are watching the RP Show live from the Great Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. you got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. They asked me what I thought was the most beautiful animal at the Calgary Zoo, and I said, the giraffes, they're regal creatures. These hippos, not. <laughs> Welcome back uh, to the RP Show, everybody. It is episode number 698. I always love learning things. And did you know that those hippopotamuses can weigh up to 7,000 pounds? You were with me. And Leanne, and uh, you were saying, well, they're about the size of cows. And I'm like, these suckers are huge right down to the floor. Cattle at least have long legs. You can't comprehend how massive a hippopotamus is until you see it in person. 7,000 pounds. Name me a bigger animal out there on land. Whales probably bigger, but. And I've heard they're incredibly fast and dangerous. Like I didn't want to try. <laughs> like their heads are like gigantic, this big. Like, they are huge. And if they're that fast, oh, my gosh. I know. That was awesome. So, yeah, checking out the Calgary Zoo. I just got to say that, indeed, I'm just in a wonderful mood. And it all stems from going to the Flames game last night, getting out, seeing our friends, the social atmosphere, the concessions were open. The attendance was a little over 9,600. So we're not still 50%. But we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. And I feel like we're getting there close. John in Edmonton watching the show, he writes in and he says, uh, Oilers roster moves. Miko Koskinen removed from COVID protocol. Stuart Skinner loaned to the Bakersfield Condors. Hashtag let's go Oilers. Clark had suggested we ask who's the best goalie in the Oilers system. I've said it twice. I'm not moving off of it. It's Stuart Skinner. Please. I would say, Miko, you just stay in COVID protocol. Sort of like what I felt the Cowboys should do with Mike McCarthy. We won without you, Mike. You just... Oilers are on a winning streak. Why are they dabbling with this? I know, right? I guess, you know, the part of it is if Koskinen's... I don't want to say their guy, but if he's their guy, he's got to be their guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't get it. I've had a lot of hockey people. I was at an NHL game last night, so you can imagine what was floating around. And they said, have you talked to the Tippets? What, what's the inside? 
And I said, I've talked to the Tippets. Dave's not saying. It's literally, um, give me my money and see you later. Like, just pay me and I'm out. Doesn't want, not, he's not talking about it. Doesn't feel good to be fired. I've had it happen a few times. Okay, so Dave, Dave's taken the high road. Should surprise no one. And I wonder if Dave Tippett will ever coach again. We, I didn't think he'd coach after Arizona again. So never right. say never. He's a tremendous coach. And that's why, just to circle back again, are the Jay Woodcroft orders for real? We think this every time the orders fire the coach. Which, speaking of former order coaches, I was thinking of Dallas Eakins this morning when I was walking over here to the event center from the hotel, and you're going to bring donuts. Where are you going to get the donuts from for the 700th episode show with a live studio audience Friday here at Gray Eagle? Probably Tim Hortons, yeah. only because I haven't explored the local Calgary donut scene. Once I, maybe I'll take a couple of Google I'm searches, certainly good with Tim Hortons. Yeah, I figured. But I thought, don't pull a Dallas Eakins and put a vegetable veggie tray. <laughs> Remember when he did that? In a donut box or what? Do you know that he did that with the orders? Yeah. First news conference that got rid of all the donuts and coffee and he put a veggie tray in there. He immediately pissed off all the media in Edmonton. How do you think that would go over with Jerry Jones? Jerry Jones. Terry Jones. Never eaten a carrot in his life. <sighs> anyway. Jim Wagner texts in on the 902 line. 902-518. 3033, the text line, there it is, 902-518-3033. Jim Wagner is watching in Balgoni, Sask, and he says, bring on the huff. Bo is next. Book it. Enjoy the day, everybody. Uh, we will get Bo Levi Mitchell down here at some point. Shoot, he's got to put his jersey on and model it for it. Huff is like the canary going into the coal mine. If he comes back out healthy and good, he'll tell everybody else, guys, it's good. We can go in. The show is, that is what the show that is a saying means? Yeah, a canary send, in a coal mine? You send the canary, and if he doesn't come back out, it's full of poison, toxic gas, so don't send the humans in. I honestly never knew that. I'm pretty sure that's but what But you have is. coal mines around where yeah. you grew up, so it doesn't surprise me. If the canary comes back, it's like, the air is good. See what a great team we are? Because I was explaining to him what the phrase, don't look a gift horse in the mouth means. Because I was raised around horses and cattle. Right. You were raised around mining. Coal mines, apparently. <laughs> exactly. Any of those old school cowboy phrases, ask me, I know what they are. Trent's watching in Norway. He writes in and says, Norway here, the cross-country skiing, ski jumping, long track speed skating, and biathlon events are where Norway have most of their medals. May the women's hockey team win the next gold. I'll probably watch tonight, Canada-USA for women's hockey. It's very entertaining. Yeah, I think I'll watch it. Uh, Competitive Hedge podcast is watching, and he says, not Calgary, but Hobo's Donuts in Regina are top tier. They're the best donuts in the world, bro. World. World. But we're not there. Bingo! Roger, Roger Yee, watching in Calgary, says, Crave Cupcakes is a Calgary staple. Or I would prefer crisp meat burritos and hot sauce. Bingo! From Taco Time. Um, at 10 a.m.? We don't have the budget to go with specialty donuts. I'm pretty sure, right? Jeff the Stams fan writes in. He says, I heard someone mention hippos. Are we talking about my ex-wife? Ooh, Jeff the Stams <laughs> fan. <laughs> going dirty. Oh, no. I didn't say it. Ah, Todd Pinkney, one of our P1s, writes in and he says, Dupes, go to Crave Cupcakes on Kensington. That's two now. You're welcome. 
You will be the king of Kensington. I guess so. Darren, do you know who that is? <laughs> I should. Be, no, it's I don't long know. before your time. Oh, it is? Okay. Al Waxman. Yeah, no. Look it up. Okay. Sometimes I think you're lucky to be that young, and sometimes I pity you. Right. The king of Kensington. Anyways, back on track, if we ever were on track. I'll get back to that CFL dates in a second. Trust me, in this segment, I will. And Deron Carter is coming up. But what I have listed as point four, two legal substances used to improve heart function are listed on an anti-doping control form filled out for Russian figure skater Kamila Valieva before her drug case at the Olympics erupted, according to documents submitted in her case. The World Anti-Doping Agency filed a brief in the Valieva case stating that the mention on the form of L-carnitine and hypoxin though both legal, undercuts the argument that a banned substance, trimetazidine, might have entered the skater system accidentally. They're losing me here. Combining those with 2.1 nanograms of trimetazidine, I can't even say it, the drug found in her system is an indication that something more serious is going on, says USA Drug Enforcement Agent CEO Travis Tigart. Valieva's positive test came to light after she had led the Russians to a gold medal in the team skating event last week. Russia's anti-doping agency at first suspended her and then lifted the suspension. That led WADA and the IOC to appeal to the CAS, which determined Valieva could skate in the women's event that began Tuesday, and then she finished first there. What? I know, and that's my thing. I have been in and out on these Olympics, in and out. I feel like if it's a timed event, I'm in. Kind of hard to fudge that. Right. Hockey, Avi, but judged events, you lose me because a lot of the coverage coming out has been doping and judging scandals. And you lose me, Olympics, when, when that happens. And it's too bad, but people are going to be people. The thing with this, and, you know, you follow, try and follow well, what was in her system and all this stuff, but the, the part that stood out of the whole, you know, um, description there was that the trace elements of whatever it was were signs that something else was going on, yeah. right? Which means, you know, trying to cheat potentially. And if somebody was cheating, they should be banned and shouldn't be allowed to perform. If it was an accident, if it was a hard thing and that's all it was then cool, right? I get it. Accidents, if it's not, you know, going to improve performance and, and really, you know, try and skirt the rules. But it sounds like the more you, when you read that, that they were trying to cheat. And so if you're trying yeah. to cheat, you probably shouldn't be competing. One of the viewers on YouTube, Adam Schultz, writes in all caps, why is Russia still there? No kidding, right? They're already competing under an assumed name. I was going to say they're not Russia anymore. <laughs> But what's the difference? Just kick him out forever. I don't, I don't know. the. Obviously, that's a rhetorical question. I don't know why Russia is even allowed to compete anymore. Uh, okay, moving on. So you CFL fans, perk up. Here's your daily CFL talk. Remember we did this a year or two ago. We're going we're to talk about the CFL every day on this show. And we did. Mm -hmm. Not for, you know, sometimes two hours, sometimes for two minutes. But we'll talk about it every single day. Tell me what other daytime sports talk show is doing that i'll wait 
The Canadian Football League has announced several key dates during the 2022 offseason, including the CFL Combine season, the CFL Draft, and details surrounding training camp. The upcoming regular season kicks off on uh, Thursday, June 9th, with the Montreal Alouettes visiting the Calgary Stampeders. So there's nothing going on in the CFL now until the regional combines, which run March 10th, 11th, and 18th in Waterloo, Montreal, Edmonton, Toronto. And the big one is at the end of March in Toronto. And then there's nothing in all of April. And then the draft is May 3rd. Quick. Who's got the number one overall pick in the 2022 CFL draft? I'm going to guess Ottawa. <laughs> Anyone else? Anyone? <laughs> Anyone? I wouldn't have got it right either. I always put you on the There's spot. only eight more guesses, I guess. <laughs> well, keep going. The Edmonton Elks, hashtag fear the deer. Did you know that the Edmonton Elks have the number one overall pick in this year's draft? I never, I didn't know. That was I would have, second guess. I would have said Ottawa too. Yeah. So, as I say, I read that article yesterday that uh, from the Canadian press that the NFL stays in the news all the time. And one of the things was the Flores lawsuit. They said, you're going to hear a lot about the Flores lawsuit over the next little while, the racial discrimination allegations and the staffing mm-hmm. capacity and also the tanking uh, allegations. And here's the one thing the NFL isn't afraid of. You can't think they would like to have to defend themselves against those allegations, but they're so big, they don't care. I don't think, I mean, Goodell... Never met the man. I've been from me to you away from him. Never met him. Scandal's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm sure they wish Flores had not come at them with a lawsuit. For sure. Would you, but is bad news better than no news? I believe bad news is better than no news, I guess is what I'm getting at. Yeah, it really depends where it goes. I mean, the NFL isn't immune to bad news, though. They're not, like, nobody's big enough that they're immune to bad news, as, as big as they are. You know, I think um, the bigger thing that might come out of this, not as much as the, the Rooney rule, the racial discrimination, but the cheating. If you're tanking and if you're throwing games and if there's any actual substance to that, then that's going to be a bigger deal for the league to deal with because then now you bring in sports bettors, you bring in money, you open yourself yeah. up to outside very good point. Outside lawsuits, right? Ooh. Like if you lost a million dollars on a Dolphins game and then you find out they were cheating and, and tanking that game, you might have grounds to sue the team, the league, the sports book. Ooh. I feel like we have to revisit that an hour too. We that's might. a really good topic right there. And lastly, I want to point out, in the Western Hockey League last night, the Lethbridge Hurricanes beat the Moose Jaw Warriors 1-0 in a shootout. Doesn't that sound exciting <laughs> at the uh, Sportplex? We'll let Moose go. We'll let DC uh, log in. All right. Deron Carter coming up next. The Brandon Wheat Kings beat the Swift Current Broncos 3-2, also in overtime. Seattle beat Tri-City 4-1 and Portland down Spokane 4-2. I've had people here in Calgary say they watch this show for the junior hockey talk, and I love it. Deron Carter coming up. John Huffnagel in studio. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
another look in at the Calgary Zoo. I'm telling you, you got to check it out. Darren, what do they call those things? Not chinchillas. Can you see it on your... Not lean... More cats. Meerkats. How about that? Oh, man. Calgary Zoo is just amazing. I, I highly suggest you check it out, especially if you're coming to Calgary for a CFL game this summer. Maybe you'll see Deron Carter, number 89, with your Edmonton Elks, D.C., joining us on video chat today from South Florida, D.C. So good to see you, my man. Congratulations on the new deal. How's it feel? Uh, good, man. It's, it's good to be on. You know, I, I love you. I'm, I love being on your show. So, you know, this is a highlight for me. Me too. I love you too, Duran. And listen, I knew that your career wasn't over. I, when you sat out that year in 2021, I'm like, I can't wait to see what he's got up his sleeve next. And it's the Edmonton Elks. So you got to tell me how this all went down. Uh, man, uh, really, Coach Jones uh, hit me up. He, he decided to, to come down and meet with me in Florida. Uh, we've been talking for about a month or two. And, you know, uh, he just said, make sure I make sure I get in shape and, and get ready. And when free agency hit, uh, he said he's going to give it a couple of days. And, you know, he, he kept to his word. And here I am. I'm trying to follow the coverage as much as I can of what's being reported in Canada about what Jones plans are for you. Is it to be a corner? Like what what's been <laughs> you, you knew I had to bring it up. What's being discussed there? Uh, man, it, it's really uh, everything. DB, definitely. Uh, just any, anywhere I can fit uh, in the secondary. Um, uh, when we were in Saskatchewan in 2018, we used to match up, and I used to guard pretty much the tallest receiver. So, you know, anything that uh, Coach Jones need for, needs for me, you know, I'm comfortable doing. Uh, you know, I just can't wait to get out there and, and, and you know, show my skill. Well, you know, there's a lot of things I can ask you about. I mean, you had a workout scheduled in Arizona right before COVID hit, and I don't think that ever happened because of COVID. And then we never really heard anything from you the last two years other than coaching high school ball. I mean, do you have those aspirations anymore, or are you just one day at a time and just excited to be back on the field playing in the CFL? Like, where do you think this would lead? Uh, man, for me, I'm, I'm just excited to be back on the field. You know, I, I was coaching. And, you know, so sometimes uh, the coaching aspect would kill me because I'm not out there, you know, playing the game that I love. Uh, but for me, uh, I think it's an opportunity to, you know, get back and, and uh, just show the CFL, you know, what I'm made of. You know, you can't keep a, a good fella down in a sense. Oh, absolutely. And that's why I'm so the CFL needs you. I feel more than you need the CFL, but you're still only 30. And you remember all those talks we had, Duran? You said you wanted to play till you're 40, but things change. Is that still in the offing? Is that again? You're kind of thinking you're just happy to be on the field, but you weren't. You weren't hanging it up, right? Uh, no, not at all. I mean, uh, I feel great. I, I don't feel uh, what you would say as the the typical 30 uh, year old turning 31. Uh, you know, in comparison speaking, you know, I, I've seen other players go through, you know, this transition from, you know, sort of their prime and into the later years. And I think that uh, the workouts that I, that I do and me being able to keep my body in, and, you know, I, I seem to have pretty good genetics and I, and I stay in pretty good shape. So, <laughs> so uh, hopefully, you know, I, I can ride it to the wheels fall off. Yeah, well, the, the, here's the thing. I don't mind saying. When we were all together that time in Musaman for that event, Mike Davis was there. And Mike goes, Duran, 
has never been hurt. Deron does not get hurt. What's your is that genetics or is what what's the deal there? Uh, man, uh, I, I would say just a, a lot of stretching, man. Uh, I, I think a lot of people get focused uh, on, on their strength and, you know, the football aspect of it, the explosion and everything. But uh, your body is only so, so good. It can only handle so much. For me, uh, I always try to stay uh, lean in a sense. So my body doesn't have as much weight to carry and just always being able to stretch, you know, always staying, staying limber. I'm always stretching. Even when I'm sitting here, I'm about to go sit and watch TV after this. I'm going to be stretching. Well, listen, that catch of yours from KG right in the left corner of the end zone is still you don't get tsn sports center it's still it's the number two catch of all time in the cfl they keep replaying it over and over and over again would you credit credit that to your coordination your stretching skills or all of the above that particular catch which will live in infamy man that particular catch uh i would have to say it was a little bit of luck as well you know (laughs) but uh But, uh, man, I I think it's just a a culmination of just always doing it. Uh, You know, you you saw me in practice. I'm always practicing stuff, you know, different one-hand catches and just putting myself in an awkward position. So when it does come in the game, you know, it's something that I've done before, you know. So I've attempted that catch plenty of times uh, in my life, but never in the game. So uh, for for me, uh, it's just muscle memory. Right. There you go. And I got to ask you this about the coaching thing, because you had told me that you've coached every position on the field and those kids camps growing up in Florida and that you're a better quarterback than probably anything. And you can be a kicker, too. What was it like coaching a team like you did this year? Was it North Palm Beach High School versus those camps? It's different, right? Like it's different. You're coaching, but as a team, it's different than a clinic. Uh, Definitely. You know, Having to, to to manage the egos and everything, it, it gave me a better understanding of how to on how to manage mine. You know, there's so so many young kids coming from you know different different socioeconomic socioeconomic backgrounds and everything, it, it, and bringing them together into in, under one team is definitely very hard. And I didn't understand that aspect until I had to do it. And you know, I, I had about twenty five Deron Carters out there, so you know that wasn't easy either. <laughs> How about that? Do you know what? I'm sorry to interrupt, but I think that no, you're no, very ahead. lucky now. Well, now that I think about it, to have had that experience and now come back and play, that's that's a huge bonus for you. Uh, definitely, man. Just you know. It, allowed me to take a, a step back and look and see, you know, how I affected teams. And uh, I, I like to say, you know, uh, I'm, a, I'm a big rock in, in a small pond. So, you know, when uh, the ripples start hitting, you don't really see. And, you know, I, I got this chance to step back and, and be able to take a look and, you know, analyze what I need to do. The uh, viewers, I'll just ask a couple questions because we got John Huffnagel coming up here live at the Gray Eagle Resort. We're okay. in Calgary, by the way, Duran. Yours is my favorite town. Um, <laughs> John in Winnipeg wants to know what made you want to come back to the CFL. Ah, uh, man, I, I I love playing football. At the, at the end of the day, I mean, I, I would go out there and play a, a flag football game. 
you know, with with my friends if I needed to. You know, I love playing the game. I love uh, just being in the game of football. And any chance I get to be, you know, out there professionally, you know, I'm going to take it. You know, you, I picked up on something you said there. You said managing egos of those kids. This is the one thing that I think you're misunderstood, and I'm very misunderstood. I saw a guy in the Miami airport with a mask that said misunderstood. I almost ripped it off him and put it on myself um, <laughs> or give it to you. You don't have an ego. You know you're good. You're like me. I know I'm good at what I do, but I don't think I'm better than anybody else. Like That's a very misunderstood thing about you, I think. like You, you, you don't have a huge ego. I think that's what's given you longevity unless i've read you wrong which i don't think i have <laughs> man you know we, we've talked about it and and uh somebody somebody's got to be the victim and, and you know and people in people's heads uh they, they see my fire and they and they'd be like oh no man i don't i don't like him but if you were to get it from tom brady or bo levi mitchell you know they'd be like oh man he, he's inspiring the team so it, it's I'm, my goal is to just stay out of that. Uh, I'm not even on social media <laughs> at, at this point. So you know, my goal is to just uh, man affect the team as much as I can in a positive way uh, in the team. You know. Well, DC, I gotta listen. I'm working with a life coach in South Beach. One day I'll I'll uh, introduce you to her. She's awesome. Actually, yeah, two of them. Okay. Another one in Boca Raton. Uh, Jolie, she, Boca Raton, Jolie, and Lisa's in South Beach, and they said, "Walk with the people that support you." And you know that I'm on that walk with you. Um, one more, Craig Campbell from the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto says, "One heck of a catch that took me out of my seat." Glad my wife and I were there at Mosaic Stadium to see the Argos and Riders game. Great stadium and atmosphere. Yeah, that is an all-timer. From our guy DC, and in 2022, he's back to do it again. I'm going to let you go. We're going to move Huff in here, Duran. So enjoy the rest of the off season. Uh, thanks for the time, and uh, we'll do it again soon. I appreciate it, man. Have me back. Yeah, absolutely. The great Duran Carter checking in from gorgeous South Florida. John Huffnagel coming up, the general manager of the Calgary Stampeders. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV Network, YouTube Live, and 24 Hour Sports Radio at RodPeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. As you see, a little skiff of snow at Calgary Zoo and the flamingos sticking around. You got to check it out. Next time you're in Cowtown, we are broadcasting live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. We're going to be here until well into March. As a matter of fact, March 18th, Air Supply here at the Event Center. March 20th, Foreigner. And on May 28th, the godfather of redneck comedy, Jeff Foxworthy, right here at Gray Eagle. Just be following the show, everybody. We'll be doing ticket giveaways Come join us down here. And speaking of joining us down here, this Friday is our 700th episode of the Rod Peterson Show. We're going to have a live audience here at the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. Doors will open at 930 at the event center. Looking forward to seeing you. So we just had Deron Carter on the air live from South Florida, and the viewers are going nuts. I got to read some of them here. Jeff the Stamps fan says, all I have to say regarding Deron Carter is we will see how it goes. Color me skeptical. 
But Wayne, watching in Victoria, B.C. right now, says, I think Duran has matured and will probably be a much better player because of that maturity. I'm telling you, if you didn't see the interview with Duran Carter, you, you probably should go back and watch it because, as he said, coaching now has changed his life, and he just had to manage 25 egos and coach 25 Duran Carters. You think that maybe hasn't changed his perspective a little bit? And now he's coming back to the CFL to play with Edmonton. My cousin Christine is watching in Medicine Hat. She says, seems like an honest, outstanding guy. Yes, that's Deron Carter. And we're also happy to have him back in the CFL. John in Winnipeg says, great interview, Rod. Wasn't me, it was Deron. And uh, one more, uh, Jeff the Stamps fan says, wow, Huff, your biggest in-house guest ever. That's the truth. So coming up after the break, top of the hour, John Huffnagel, the general manager of the Calgary Stampeders, will be joining us here. So we do this every day. Taco time, viewer takeover, taco time with over 120 locations right across Canada. We appreciate their support here on the RP Show. I do want to do a sports update. There's breaking news today. The 2022 Memorial Cup will begin June 20th in St. John, New Brunswick. The Canadian Hockey League announced today the tournament will open with the host St. John Sea Dogs facing off against the Ontario Hockey League champion. The Memorial Cup Championship game will be held on June 29th. The member hasn't been held the past two years due to the global pandemic. One minute remaining, they tell me. One minute remaining in hour one of the RP Show. Canada's Charles Amelin capped his Olympic career with a gold medal today. The 37-year-old helped Canada win the men's 5,000-meter short track speed skating relay in Beijing. That ties in with Cindy Clausen for the most Winter Games medals by a Canadian. Canada will secure either a gold or silver medal in women's hockey tonight. The Canadians meet their arch rivals, the U.S., in the final. Canada defeated the Americans 4-2 in the preliminary round as goalie Anne-René Debien. Stop 51 shots. The men's hockey team won't be playing for a medal. They lost the quarterfinal this morning, 2-0 to Sweden. And the Flames put their seven-game win streak on the line tonight when they faced the Anaheim Ducks at the Saddledome. Tyler Toffoli scored in his Calgary debut as the Flames dispatched Columbus 6-2 last night. Elsewhere tonight, Winnipeg host Minnesota. John Huffnagel coming up live in Hour 2 after this quick break on Game Plus TV. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.